Welcome back to another episode of Hang Time with me, Denise Densai. Join me as we get to know more of our volleyball superstars up close and personal. For this episode, it's Isai Marasigan, former Blue Eagle and currently national team member. Now we get to know more. He reminisces about his time in Ateneo and the ABC. Let's listen in. Hey everyone, this episode of Hang Time is a part of the Globally Ballin Podcast Network, a subsidiary of the Globally Ballin Media Network. For this show and other shows like it, such as the Globally Ballin Podcast, as well as projects like it, such as original articles and video work, visit globallyballin.com now. For episode 41 of Hang Time, our host Denise Dinsai welcomes Isai Marasigan to the show. The two talk about a variety of different topics, including how Isai got started in volleyball, his time at Ateneo, his experiences on the national team, his preview for the Asian Volleyball Championship, and a whole lot more. You'll be sure to enjoy this week's episode, as you never know what'll come up when Denise welcomes a guest to the show. With that being said, enjoy episode 41 of Hangtime. Thank you. Welcome, guys, to another episode of Hang Time with me, Denise Densai. And for this episode, we're going to be joined by former Blue Eagle, current Signal Spikers team captain, and national team member, Isai Marasigan. Isai, thank you so much for joining. Hi. Thank <laughs> you for inviting me. Thank you for applying. I think that's important. <laughs> um, it was hard to make this happen, but thank you for the time. Sinabi nga sa akin ni Bok. Shout out to Bok for making this happen. Uh, I know you're busy. You have you have your job, and then you still have your practices. I mean, you're playing for Signal, and then tapos national team. But thank you really for coming here to share your story. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, let's get started. Okay, let's start. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll more up to that. But before we talk about, I guess, you know, how you've been doing since kauwi niyo lang a couple of weeks ago from the bubble as part of the national team training, um, let's look back in your career as a Blue Eagle. Um, those were during the times na men's volleyball was was still picking up. Kamusta naman yung naging, sa tingin mo yung naging role mo in establishing the Ateneo men's volleyball team to be a formidable team in the UAAP? Um, di ko man sinasakali, napaka-impactful nung ginawa ko nung college days ko. Pero yun nga, I was just trained to be a mature leader by Coach Oliver, of course. Uh, na every, in everything I do, uh, kailangan, syempre, uh, yan yung gagayahin ng mga lower batches mo, ng teammates mo. So, siguro yun lang na-instill ko sa mga tao is that, uh, yun, naging, ano lang, maayos lang yung ginagawa ko. Naging... Hindi naman yung hindi naman ako yung talagang napaka uh, matunog yung pangalan di ba sa pagiging uh, player team leader sa buong Ateneo but ayun nga naging model lang ako na maayos ang ginagawa na tama yung ginagawa sa team na kapag sinundan ako ng teammates ko wala silang matatanong sa akin kung bakit uh, may ganito may ganyan on the side so ayun lang siguro naging ayun uh, yung ginagawa ko sorry <laughs> <laughs> no pero Actually, sinasabi mo nga na hindi ka, sa, sa tingin mo, hindi ka naging impactful when it comes to, I guess, having, you know, leading up the team to how it is now. But ikaw rin nagsabi na, you know, to build into this legacy that the Ateneo men's has right now and the name that they have, parang it was important 
to be the leader that you said that you were. And you've always, everyone has always looked up to you so highly because nga, naging, they respected you really as a team captain. But I wanted to talk na, was there also a time that you were rookie? But I can't imagine Isa Marasigan, captain all the time, super mature. He has his you know, life together. Biglang a rookie finding his way in Ateneo. Oh, of course. Yun, nagdaan din naman ako dyan eh. Yung first year ko. Uh, yun nga, nung rookie ako, gumagawa din naman ako ng rookie, rookie responsibilities. Like magbuhat ng ganyan, magbuhat, magayos, maglinis. Of course, ginagawa ko din yun. And syempre, malaking tulong yun. Kung nasa na ako ngayon, syempre, di ba? Kasi yung mostly na nangyayari na uh, naiintindi ako kung anong ginagawa ng rookies ko. So, uh, naituro ko na maayos sa kanila, naiinsil ko na maayos sa kanila. And yun nga, yung number one, syempre, yung syempre, bata ka palang kailangan disiplinado ka na kagad and responsible. And kailangan mong maintindihan kagad kung ano yung nangyayari sa sistema niyo para, uh, syempre, kung para hindi ka na, uh, hindi ka na, ano ba ang tawag doon? Um, hindi ka na hindi ka na maghintay pa gumagalaw ka na kaatlo yun ganun ibig sabihin ko but ikaw you're the senior that a lot of um, the younger Ateneo players of course look up to sa men's volleyball pero ikaw when you were a rookie when you were younger sino yung mga seniors mo yung mga kuya mo na you also looked up to na ito yung mga leadership figures mo na when you finally became a leader for the Blue Eagles these were the people that you tried to model. Um, yung mga naging team captains at leaders ko before sila, ano, JT Pareha. Uh, siya yung assistant coach ngayon sa, ano, sa Atene Men's Volleyball. Ninabok, yung kapatid uh, ni Doc AJ, right? Hindi, hindi. Really? <laughs> they're, they're not people actually. <laughs> yung, pareha lang. Oo, uh, uh, pareha lang. <laughs> si Rivera, if, ano, uh, kilala mo, si Neil Flores. No, okay. Uh, Sila na yung naabutan ko nung pumasok ako. Sila doing Tevez if na, 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 na tatandaan mo pa sila. So, ayun, yun lang din. Yun, yun, yun naman yun talagang parang system ni Ateneo, ni Ateneo Blue Eagles ni, namin ng team, Ateneo Men's Volleyball Team. Siyempre, kung ano talaga yung ipapakita mong uh, uh, pagka-disiplinado, pagka-sipag uh, sa team, yun yung susundin ng mga bata. So, yun mainly yung nakita ko sa kanila. And na, masisipag silang seniors, of course. Uh, hindi nila talaga pinapabayaan yung mga bata na basta nalang gumalaw ng, ng kanila. So, siyempre, tinuturoan nila kung paano, uh, kung paano uh, gawin yung bawat bagay na ginagawa namin sa team. So, yun yung napakagandang um, na ibigay nila sa akin. Tapos na-maintain yung talaga yung relationship um, with the generations to come. As, how would you say men's volleyball has changed in the UAAP and maybe even also Ateneo from the moment you entered the school, you played for the school hanggang season 82 before it got cut. Like, how would you say volleyball has changed? Ngayon nung sa amin, of course, uh, to be honest, hindi pa kami nun, ano eh, uh, buo talaga eh. So parang nagsisimula pa lang talaga yung pagkabuo namin as a team kasi nandiyan, hindi naman nawawala yun eh. May kanya-kanyang grupo tayo, may kanya-kanyang uh, pinupuntahan, lakad, ganyan. And yung nakita ko ngayon sa teams, of course, kahit napaka-diverse nila, di ba ngayon, meron na mga foreigners, may mga galing sa yeah. province, mayroon galing sa city. So, mas maganda yung parang pag uh, pagsasama nila kasi from different ano di ba 
lugar. So, ayun yung nangyayari. Mas nagiging madali yung pagsasama nila kasi nga, nag-share sila ng mga experiences, ng mga ginagawa nila sa bawat, sa bawat uh, lugar na pinanggalingan nila. And mas madali sila nag-bond kasi nga, uh, ngayon, um, yun lang, yun mag- sumikat na talaga yung volleyball eh. So, um, and talagang pinaghahandaan ng bawat team. So, mas more yung pagsasama din ngayon kasi mas matagal yung training. Yung oras na sa training ka, yun nga, dumadating sa point na mas matagal, mas matagal talaga yung yeah. uh, oras mga, ng mga bata, ng mga players sa pagtitraining sa volleyball in a day compared dun sa mga outside activities mo. So, mas nakafocus yung mga bata ngayon and uh, mas, na, mas natututo sila sa paglalaro. That's new ah. Parang that's the first time I've ever heard. Kasi usually, pag tinatanong ko, oh, how has volleyball changed throughout the time na nagsimula kang maglaro, sinasabi nila, of course, Um, yung attention na napupunta sa mga manlalaro, the volleyball players, uh, influencers na kayo ngayon also, like aside from being players, you're like mini celebrities. I'm not even mini celebrities, you guys are celebrities. People know you, people follow you. And then second is yung intensity of the competition. But this is the first time that I'm hearing na mas closer na. I think that's why talagang the bond between the athletes now is really tighter kasi sabi mo nga before na may sarili kayong grupo, like sarili-sariling lakad, tapos ngayon because yeah, sa tingin mo ba na mas intense na yung competition kaya more time spent together? Yeah, of course. Uh, yun nga. Uh, since the kahit yung ganong kaliit na aspect eh, na dapat magsama-sama kayo sa pagkain, magsama-sama kayo sa ganitong ginagawa, uh, isa yun sa mga talaga nagbubuo ng team eh. Kaya siguro mas uh, yun, nagpo-focus din yung uh, teams doon aside from the uh, things na ginagawa sa loob ng court, di ba? So mahalaga din talaga yun yung mga bagay na ginagawa outside the court para mas ma-build yung team mo. So, uh, ayun. Naisip siyempre, strategy din yun and plan din yun and isa din yun sa mga dapat uh, uh, natututunan ng mga bawat players, ng bawat teams para mas mas maging maganda, mas madali silang matuto, mas madaling makipag-usap sa teammates kung ano man yung problema sa bawat skills, sa bawat ginagawa nila inside the court. So, para mas maganda yung bonding nila, di ba? Na kahit gaano kahirap yung ano mang ginagawa nila inside the court, sa laro, sa laban, sa tournament, um, um, sabay-sabay, sabay-sabay nilang harapin yun. Sabay-sabay nilang um, lalampasan kung ano man yung hirap na challenges na ginagawa nila para lang manalo. Diba? Now this episode, I mean this podcast is all about getting to know our players more. Now let's get to know you more. Paano ka ba nagsimula sa paglalaro ng volleyball? Paglalaro ng volleyball, um, na taga Batangas City ako. So doon ako nag-start. Na-recruit ako to Ateneo. And then, si well, so when did you start? Well, how old? High school ba? Or? Ah, how old? Uh, grade 4, nag-start na ako. Oh grade wow, na- okay. Tapos nagpalarong pambansa. Ano, uh, hindi ako nakasaya ng palarong bambas. Hanggang regional meets lang ako. So, who scouted you? Um, if you're familiar with Coach Mario Mia, ng assistant coach ng Creamline Cool Smashers. Oh, okay. So, yeah. siya, yung, siya yung head coach ng Ateneo Men's Volleyball Team noong season 74, nung pumasok ako. Siya yung nakakita sa akin sa Batangas. And then, what was your reaction nung nalaman mo, wow, they're scouting you for Ateneo? Parang ano yung narinig mo about the team, the the men's volleyball team, and the school? Um, actually, medyo funny nga yung nangyari kasi nga, <laughs> uh, 
Ina-approach nila. Third year high school pa lang ako. Oh, okay. Yung aga. Ako, tapos parang ini-invite nila ako to try out in Ateneo, ganyan. Tapos, nagtaka ako kasi akala, akala nila senior. Senior na ako and graduating na ako. So, kaya ganun yun yung nangyayari. So, parang nagtataka ako bakit ako ina-ano. <laughs> Ang offeran nila ng ganito. Pero yun nga, naging maganda, maganda yung recruitment process ni Ateneo na talagang kinausap nila yung parents ko if I really want to go to pumasok sa Ateneo. So, kaya napapayag yung parents ko at ako din. Pero yun na nga, ano yung, naging, ano yung first impression mo? Or may alam ka ba that time kung gano'ng kagaling or gano'ng hindi kagaling yung men's volleyball team? Actually, funny thing din, ngayon ko lang din sasabihin to. Hindi ako fan <laughs> na men's volleyball. Hindi ako nanonood ng U18, ganyan. So, parang narinig ko lang yun. Oh, okay. Parang ganun lang yung reaction ko. <laughs> so, narinig ko yung women's volleyball U18. Pero sa men's, wala ako masyadong narinig. And did other universities or colleges scout you also? Um, from other schools na not in UAP schools. Meron naman. Ooh, like what? I mean, tapos na naman. You can say it all now. Ah, uh, yung LPU, Rising Mula Philippines University sa Batangas. Tapos yung Batangas State University, tapos University of Batangas, kung saan ako nanggaling. Yeah, of course. I mean, they want homegrown talent also to represent them. Mm-hmm. So, it, it works best. But did you want to go to Ateneo? I mean, that's let's be real. Batangas, Katipunan... Um, complete ends of like this whole Philippines man lang. Um, di ka ba na homesick na parang napaisip ka na oh, there are other colleges naman that are offering you also to play for their team na mas malapit. Oh, may, may, nang, may nangyaring ganun of course. Nung nahirapan din kami kasi nga I'm not used to um, malayo sa family ko. So parang may one time na umuwi ako tapos Uh, yun, nag-iisip-isip kami. Hindi pa naman kami ano, enrollment ng nag-training pa lang ako sa Ateneo. So, umuwi ako, nag-vacation ako, nag-iisip-isip ulit ako, and then, ayun, uh, sabi ng parents ko, bakit hindi natin subukan, bakit hindi natin itry? And, ayun, doon na nag-start. Bumalik ako, then nagtuloy-tuloy na, and nandito na ako. <laughs> so, sabi mo, nagtuloy-tuloy ka na. But was there ever a time during your whole stay in Ateneo, even in the early years, yung mga first year mo, first couple of months, na niregret mo yung decision mo na, mm, parang gusto kong bumalik talang sa Batangas, mag-transfer ng school? Hindi. Wala naman dumating sa na time na ganun sa akin. Kasi... Once na nandun na talaga ako, syempre, family na yung treatment ko dun sa, sa teammates ko, sa team. And sa mga friends ko na naging uh, sumusuporta sa akin nung time na nandun ako. So, hindi na naging mahirap sa akin yung pag-cope up kung ano man yung uh, uh, nandit system dito sa Ateneo. So, you instantly felt na you belonged also with the team? Yeah, oo oh, oh naman. Paano yun? Like, you know, these are people that... No, these are people that you just met. Parang ano yung naging form of bonding yun na nag-bond agad kayo, nag-click, nag-vibe or whatever, na you felt, okay, okay na ako dito. Like, I feel at home. Ano lang, we share the same experiences, ganyan, of course. Tapos alam nila yung story ko, tapos yun share nila yung story, story nila, and then nagkakaroon ng connection, nagkakaroon ng... Uh, I'm allowed. <laughs> no, connection na. Chemistry also. Okay, nag connection. Tapos, syempre, uh, lumuluwag yung loob mo sa kanila. And doon na nagsimula yun. And syempre, lalo na pag teammates mo siya, kasabay mo siya, kabatch mo siya, di ba? 
ito yung makakasama ko for the next five years here in Ateneo. So, an- ano anong choice meron ka, di ba? Hindi naman, hindi naman yun, hindi, ano yun ha? <laughs> hindi bad a statement yun ha? So, parang, syempre, kailangan makilalanin mo siya. And then, siya kasi yung makakasama ko ngayon. So, sino yung pinaka-close mo sa batchmates mo or with any of your teammates? Si Dan Posada, siya kasi yung kasabay ko talagang pumasok mm. nung summer time before kami mag, ano eh, uh, first year in Ateneo. Okay. Now, let's na, move. Ha, ano, ano, sorry, go. Hindi na siya, sorry, sorry. Hindi na siya <laughs> naglalaro. <laughs> Pero, of course, in contact pa rin kayo. Oh, naman, oh, naman. Uh, okay, okay. Now, let's talk about your, like, your current situation. Um, the last time that you played volleyball is you won MVP for Signal sa Spikers Turf, right? The Spikers Turf. Mm-hmm. And after that, COVID. Kamusta naman ang naging transition from uh, uh, winning and then being the MVP, tapos biglang, long break. <laughs> Yun nga, siyempre, masakit para sa amin, lalo na sa men's volleyball, kasi that time nga, uh, isingit ko na din, tumataas na yung level ng men's. Nakilala na yung men's uh, volleyball since nga pumasok din yung national team, yung SEA Games. Mm-hmm. So, napak... Siyempre, lahat kami malungkot kasi nga, uh, supposedly, the following year, mas maganda na yung tournament, mas malaki na yung tournament, mas marami ng uh, team sponsors, brands, companies ang attracted na uh, palaguin yung men's volleyball. Uh, yun yung mga ina-assume namin. Pero, ayun nga, since COVID yung nangyari, uh, parang naging back to zero kami, Um, ano ulit kami, aakitin ulit namin kaming men's, buong men's volleyball yung uh, kung nasan man yung level namin na tinigilan from noong 2019. At ngayon, nagkakaroon na kayo ng online training kahit konti, there's physical training. Um, sa tingin mo, naba- nabalik na ba yung momentum na iniwan yun noong 2019 nung SEA Games? Um, I am not part of the SEA Games. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know. But sinabi mo na rin siya, nandun ka uh, na eh. Parang you were also playing for Signal. And nasabi mo na na tumataas also, not just the popularity, pero yung intensity uh-huh. nga ng competition. So sa tingin mo, bumalik na ba doon? Or in the process hindi ko, pa? Ngayon, hindi ko masabi na bumalik. And sa tingin ko, hindi rin. Wala pa. Sobrang wala pa. Kasi nga, uh, yung trip, iba talaga kapag normal eh. Nakaka-training ka, nakasama yung teammates mo, mas marami ka nagagawa inside the court. Pero ngayon kasi online, sobrang hirap, wala kang gamit, di ka makagalaw, walang space, wala kang partner para makapag-training. So sinasabihin ko na hindi pa talaga, wala pa. Kailangan pang magtsaga ulit for ilang months para maibalik talaga namin yun. Pero um, you are part of the national team. First, congratulations. Uh, it's a huge honor to interview a national team member. Uh, but you were also in Ilocos. So tell us yung naging experience niyo doon. Gaano ba katagal kayo nagstay? Where did you stay? Um halos one month kami doon sa Lawag City sa capital yeah. sa Balay the Blast Hotel and then uh, malapit lang yung uh, gym namin, yung court. So twice a day training for one month. Of course, may kaming magandang program doon na Siyempre, di ba, first time lang ulit namin makakapag-court um, drill sama-sama for a very long time. And yung program namin doon puro, uh, siyempre, basic, kailangan ready-ready na talaga. Kailangan makabalik doon sa basic, mapag-aralan, ma-introduce 
and hindi mabigla yung mga katawan namin and um, hindi kami ma-injury. So, um, masaya naman and sobrang sulit kasi nasusulit nga namin yung bawat training. Nasusulit namin yung bawat oras sa training and complete din yung gamit and magagaling yung coaches namin. And maganda yung naging bonding namin doon kahit konti lang yung uh, oras. Na yun nga yung gusto kong tanongin. <laughs> The first time na pumunta kayo sa court after like almost a year and doing the drills. Kamusta yung feeling? Parang naninibago ka ba? Tapos sama-sama kayong lahat? Oo, oh, yun nga. Um, actually, tinanong yun sa akin before ng tryouts kasi yung tryouts hindi ako masyari nakapag-prepare. Tapos yung magsistart yung training, medyo complacent, hindi ako masyado nag, nag-workout dito sa bahay. Kasi alam ko, mag- maganda, mag-training namin dun eh. <laughs> so syempre, yung gagawin ko, gagawin ko na dito. Pero yun nga, going back, nung pagka-first uh, training na yung pag-meet sa court, syempre, nandyan yung uh, takot ako eh. Na pag, syempre, gumalaw ako ng sobrang aggressive ko, baka mamaya may injury ako kasi sobrang tagal namin hindi nakalaro, hindi kami fit na gawin yung bawat drill. Pero yun nga, sinabi ko maganda yung program namin, sobrang bumalik kami sa basic. And going back ulit, natakot ako kasi nga, katakot ako din kasi, ay, baka yun, <laughs> takot ako kasi baka may injury. Pero, and yun nga, after nung first training namin, sobrang masakit yung katawan namin, sobrang bagsaka, bagsaka agad kami nung pagbalik namin ng court kasi nga, kahit ganun lang kalight yung ginawa na kahit ganun ka-basic, iba talaga rin yung talagang sobrang tagal nakapahinga nung um, mga katawan namin sa volleyball. Eh. Lahat talaga kami nanibago eh. So, ilang days um, na nasanay na yung mga katawan nyo sa light and basic training? Or hindi pa ba hanggang ngayon? <laughs> Actually, kinasabi din namin, parang parang hindi pa to yung ano eh. <laughs> Medyo in two weeks, parang hindi pa rin eh. Kulang pa rin eh. Pero... Tama lang nasa program naman, hindi naman talaga kami nirarush. So, yun yung feeling namin. Sino-sino yung mga nakasama mo? And, you know, how was the reunion? Like, you know, it's not it's not just kasi na parang getting to play also volleyball, but it's getting to be with people face-to-face para nakikita mo sila, nakakausap mo sila. So, kamusta yung naging atmosphere, yung naging vibe, you know, nung nagsama-sama na kayo lahat? Actually, sobrang saya namin kasi nga, uh, yun nga, makakapag-train na kami, makakapag-volleyball na kami. Meron na kaming formal and maayos na training compared dun sa online training lang namin na ginagawa. Pero, syempre, andun pa rin yung takot namin. Syempre, niisip namin, oh, saan ba ito galing? <laughs> yung mga mag-serve sa amin, saan ba ito galing? Hindi nakawala yung takot, pero yun nga, na bago kasi ako sa team eh, syempre, most of the na national team players na andun, Uh, from the 2019 na, bago akong pasok. So, med- sobrang saya ko din na, oh, itong mga kalaban ko, makakasama ko na ngayon. And, makikilala ko na sila ng tuluyan. Now, one month, um, sa two weeks pa sinasabi mo na hindi pa sapat. So, I'm imagining na one month hanggang ngayon, hindi pa rin sapat. Um, any update, I guess, na kung kailan ulit kayo pwede magpa-practice ng face-to-face? Oh, wala. Actually, wala akong masabing update kasi wala pa din. <laughs> Ano pa rin eh, nakadepende pa rin kami sa uh, government announcement. Of course. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, okay, ang hirap kasi nun na One year, kahit online training, tapos one month na bubble, tapos biglang naka-standby na naman na online. How do you still stay in shape? Tapos at the same time, yung mental health mo, also yung mental state mo to play, you know, na okay pa rin. How do you maintain that? 
Ayun nga, since nag-stop kami, um, may binibigay sa amin program yung coaches namin. Um, may training, may online training din. Coaches namin from the national team, may online training din yung signal kung ano yung... Remember, ma- mauna kasi yung laro ng national team. Meron Asian Which clubs. Which is one? Uh, Which is one? Meron Asian clubs October, first to second week. So is it? Where is that? In that's gonna be in Thailand. Uh, so, ayun. So, kung ano yung program sa national team, yun yung ginagawa ko during the online training sessions namin sa Signal. And of course, hindi yun sapat. Kasi online training, wala. Yun nga, kagaya sinabi ko, wala kang gamit, wala kang space, wala kang kasama na mag-assist sa'yo. So, syempre, kukuha ka ng ibang time sa araw mo para makapagbola, masingit mo, or kung ano mang pwede mong gawin para talaga maibalik. Para lang talaga masustain kung ano man yung naiwan na uh, condition mo nung lumabas kayo ng bubble train. So, October na yung competition. It's just yeah. at least one month left. To prepare. Are you... I mean, how are you feeling? Parang confident, scared? Worried kami lahat, syempre. Kulang, kulang, na, yung, kulang na yung oras namin to prepare. Last, na supposedly, like, at least six months ka mag-prepare for an international tournament. Okay. And hindi talaga magiging sapat yung one month. Well, wala talaga tayong magagawa because of what's happening in our country and sa government, naka-base tayo. So, what, kung ano lang talaga yung kaya natin control din. And, yan. Kailangan natin magpa-condition. <laughs> Kuha tayo ng time para talaga makapag-condition. Okay. Like, and before we we end this um, kwentuhan with Isay Marasigan, I guess, any tips? Parang you seem like a very chill, laid-back guy na I think that was the vibe I got from this whole, like, chikahan kwentuhan na parang ang dami nangyari, but you talk about it also, not only casually, just very... Mm-hmm. You know, come what may, you know, you just have to learn to deal with whatever's coming. So, ano yung mabibigay mong advice, I guess, sa mga, you know, nanonood at na, that are listening to you. And also, I know a lot of volleyball fans are fans of you as well na. Nasubaybayan nila yung journey mo. Um, of course, napaka-applicable dito sa panahon natin ngayon. Kung ano lang yung talagang kaya natin kontrolin, yun yung pangawakan natin and uh, gawa ng paraan. And sulitin natin yung oras natin kung makakapag-spend tayo ng time sa families natin more. Yun yung dapat pag-focus sa natin kasi hindi natin alam kung ano yung uh, mangyayari. And of course, stay safe and mag-ingat pa rin tayo sa panahon ngayon. Okay, and with that, thank you so much, Isai, for your time. I know it's important thank also to rest. You. And you're super busy, but salamat for making the time and for making Kwanta the day. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much, Deb, for inviting me. And good luck sa October. Oh my gosh, ang lapit na. Pero at least may mapapanood na ulit kaming mga games. <laughs> na volleyball games. Na sana yung mapakita. Ay no! Kasi parang, I mean, PBL happens. So, hindi namin alam kung kailan ulit magsastart ang Spiker's Turf. Pero at least, it's comforting to know na may upcoming tournament na pala ang ating men's national team. Again, ladies and gentlemen, Isay Marasigan. Thank you so much for joining us, Isay. Thank you. That concludes this episode of Hang Time. As a reminder for this show and others like it, as well as projects like it, go to globallyballon.com and subscribe to the email list. In addition, follow Globally Ballon on all social media, including facebook.com slash globallyballon. 
Twitter at Globally Ballin and Instagram at Globally Ballin Official. You can also follow this show directly on Instagram at The Hangtime Podcast. There you will find all the insight and updates on future episodes and live streams. You won't want to miss it. Finally, you can find all our recent shows and future shows on YouTube in video form. So if you're able, be sure to pull up our YouTube channel at Globally Ballin and check out this episode, past episodes, and clips from different episodes. And as always, if there's someone that you want to hear from on this show, send us a message on any of our social media platforms. Your patronage is truly a blessing. Stay safe and tune in next time for another episode of Hang Time. Thank you.